Today I have a uh, another interesting news article that I had came across. Well, that was sent to me by the uh, uh, my detective on the streets. I got Helen Holmes that sent me this news article, and uh, she knows me very well because I thought this was extremely interesting. And I think with uh, going ahead with the way the world is getting now with AI and technology. And in my opinion, might be messing with things that maybe we shouldn't or messing with things that may not just work out as well as uh, as the public thinks. She had sent me an article that really kind of piqued my interest. And, uh, you know, it even deals with electricity. And I say over and over again, I really do think magic does uh, come down to electricity and magnetism. And in saying that, I'm, I'm sure you'll understand why. I find this uh, very interesting and want to cover it. Um, in the news article in Sky News I have here, there's, uh, I think, two, two news articles I'm going to read. They might repeat themselves a little bit, but both of them have different things in them. Uh, Sky News put out, and this is uh, today, uh, March, uh, March 9th. Obviously, this is dropping a few days after the fact, but... Uh, this is uh, news from today. Enzyme discovery could see devices literally create energy from thin air. The enzyme is called Huck and has been mooted as a potential alternative to other renewable energy, source, energy sources. If production can be scaled up, air-powered electronic devices could become viable in the future. Devices that literally create energy from thin air could be made real thanks to newly discovered enzyme that transforms hydrogen into an electrical current, scientists have said. The finding was made in light of recent work by uh, the same Australian team that showed many bacteria drawn hydrogen from the atmosphere as an energy source. This is common in environments lacking in, in nutrients, such as deep ocean, volcanic craters, and Antarctic soils. Hmm. Antarctica. It was a common soil bacterium, Mycobacterium uh, smigmatis, <laughs> that formed uh, the basis of the new study. Scientists extracted the enzyme responsible for turning hydrogen into energy from the bacterium and studied it to determine just how it worked. The enzyme called Huck was found to transform the gas into an electrical current like a natural battery. It's another thing I want to mention real quick. Even in uh, the patents that I did uh, dropped a few weeks ago, there was uh, weather patents, weather manipulation patents that were using gas as a conduit to relay information and to get the weather balloons to do what it's supposed to do. So I even find that this is messing with gas and electricity. It is also possible for the enzyme to be stored for long periods 
It only requires tiny concentrations of hydrogen to generate an electrical current, and the bacterium that produces it can be grown in large quantities. Astonishing enzyme could power small electronics. The team at Monash University in Melbourne described it as extraordinarily efficient. Real quick, I want to add, go, if you have a chance right now while you're listening, go Google Monash University in Melbourne and tell me their logo does not look like a square and compass. But Ashley Kropp, a PhD student who worked in on the study, said it is astonishingly, astonishingly stable. It is possible to freeze the enzyme or heat it to 80 Celsius and it retains its power to generate energy. This reflects that the enzyme helps bacteria to survive in the most extreme environments. Huck has been mooted as a potential energy source for small electronic devices, making a super clean and a sustainable form of power. The key goal now is to work out how best to scale up production. Uh, Dr. Rise Grinter, could be saying that wrong, added, once we produce Huck in sufficient quantities, the sky is quite literally the limit for using it to produce clean energy. The sky. So I, I do find uh, that article a little interesting. Um, now going over to the uh, the Monash University. I'm going to cover what they put out, and uh, this was uh, released today as well. The enzyme that could help make energy dreams come true. The enzyme in question is called Huck, pronounced Huck. That is even another thing I did want to mention, even in, and this could be totally random. In the Edward Lansdale episode, I dropped... Uh, they were supposedly, um, at one point they were in, I think it was the Philippines. I could be confusing this, the Philippines, Korea, whatever places Lansdale was doing his psyops. Um, they were trying to scare people into not helping the hucks who were basically like the village people who were trying to stand up against fascism. So, I mean, you know, it could just be a coincidence, but same name. The enzyme in question is called Huck, pronounced Huck. It is made by bacteria and helps them with growth and survival in soil, in the oceans, in volcanic craters, and even, again, Antarctica. Very interesting. Monash microbiologists have now discovered it can make uh, electricity from thin air. The important discovery is outlined in a new edition of the journal Nature. The research team was led by Monash's Dr. Rise Grinter, PhD student Ashley Krope, and Professor Chris Greening from the Biomedicine Discovery Institute. Professor Greening's lab specializes in how bacteria obtain energy. Dr. Grinter's lab focuses on the molecular machines that make up bacteria and how they work. We've known for some time that bacteria can use the trace hydrogen in the air as a source of energy, Professor Greening said. But we didn't know how they did this until now. Huck works as a hydrogen gas scavenger. And unlike all other known enzymes and chemical catalysts, it can consume the gas below atmospheric levels. 
In this way, it's like a natural battery, making a small electrical current from air or added hydrogen. Science has been stumped as how it worked. This finding opens the way to create devices that literally make energy in the form of electricity from thin air. What we really wanted to do was isolate Huck from a bacterium able to scavenge atmospheric hydrogen, says Dr. Grinter. This is a challenging thing to do. Because often these environmental bacteria are hard to cultivate, so we developed a series of new methods for first growing the bacteria, then breaking them open, and then using chemistry to try and isolate the single component. The chosen bacterium was, I don't know how to say this word again, Mycobacterium smegmatis. Discovered in 1884 in Austria by a Dr. Singman Lusgarden, who was looking into skin diseases. Despite being isolated in this context, um, M. smegmatis generally lives in the soil, doesn't cause disease, and is relatively well studied of its use as a model for organism for its cousin tuberculosis. Also, he said, one of the things that's important for studying bacteria or purifying the components is to be able to change their genomes. Air genes take them away and put in a little bit of extra DNA that allows you to purify the complexes. These tools exist for M. smegmatis. Team member Ashley Krope did, uh, did much of the lab work excluding extracting Huck from the bacteria cells. We found that, uh, including extracting Huck from the bacteria cells, we found that Huck has an extra component that we didn't know existed, he says. Using this, Huck forms a large complex, and when we remove it, Huck doesn't form that large complex anymore. It turns out that this component and the complex is really important for how fun- how Huck functions in the cells. The lab work showed that purified Huck can be stored for long periods of time. It is very stable. It is possible to freeze the enzyme or heat it to 80 degrees Celsius, like I said before, and it retains power to generate energy. What Huck can power and how it could be used? Well, there's a lot of work to do to make this happen. There's a number of potential Applications, says Dr. Grinter. The synthesis of fine chemicals require very specific modifications to a molecule, which can be different, uh, difficult to perform chemically. Huck could use the electrons from small amounts of hydrogen in the air to perform these chemical modifications in industrial chemical synthesis. Huck could also be used as a sensor for hydrogen. Huck produces electrical current when hydrogen is present. When Huck is placed in an electrical circuit, this current can be measured to determine the hydrogen concentration. Because Huck can oxidize hydrogen to extremely low concentrations, a sensor that incorporates it would be very sensitive. Possibly the most interesting application of Huck is to power small electronic devices using air or low concentrations of hydrogen. This would, be me this would mean these devices are powered by a super clean and sustainable energy source. 
Because the amount of hydrogen present in the air, so small, only a small amount of electricity could be extracted from it. However, if these devices were provided with more hydrogen produced in the... Oh, God, I don't even know this word. Berconing hydrogen economy. Huck could produce a signif significantly more power. Once we produce Huck in sufficient quantities, Dr. Grinta says... The sky is quite literally the limit for using it to produce clean energy. In addition to potential applications of the research, this work is really important because it can help us understand how our planets work. Between 60 to 80% of bacteria in soils, especially nutrient-deprived soils, have enzymes like Huck and are constantly absorbing hydrogen. They absorb 70 million tones of tons of hydrogen every year and this shapes the composition of our atmosphere which makes this process important for modulating the climate understanding the biochemistry of this process may allow us to harness it to stabilize our climate in the future of course as we're reading this article i'm sure some of you might have thought we're getting to there. What a surprise. It can help with climate change. You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Statue of Liberty to get flooded with this water they talked about was going to happen 20 years ago. That should have happened by now. Um, so, yeah, climate change. Um, again, I do think, uh, you know, I covered this and, you know, again, this isn't a long uh, episode. I think this is very interesting. Again, I have mentioned that I do think magic comes down to electricity and magnetism. Uh, here we're talking, make, uh, talking about making electricity out of thin air with bacteria. Now we could all be the prince of air. You know, and now they're talking about possible climate change. So to me, what I'm getting out of this is that this bacteria is going to create electricity out of thin air to help with climate change and probably, you know, they're talking about small electronics. I mean, come on, a phone. Um, I find this very interesting. I'm going to be keeping an eye on this one. And I may actually turn this into an episode. But this was a news article that I came across today. Uh, again, like I said, uh, Helen Holmes had sent it to me. Detective on the street. Um, I checked out the article that she sent me and then I had looked into another one and I was like, yeah, I think I should at least touch on this and put it out there. I think uh, people who follow uh, my show and channels and listen to this, listen to my stuff, um, will probably understand why I find this very interesting. Um, I'd like to see where this goes in the future. Uh, if politicians start talking about it, wouldn't be surprised to see Elon Musk maybe uh, getting into it. But again, with all this technology, AI, and all this other stuff that's going on, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this, but I do find it very, very interesting, very shady, and who knows where this is going to take us. Uh, if any people that have come across this know anything more about this, drop some comments in the bottom. Let me know what you think about this as well. Again, like I said, you know, we are pushing technology pretty far nowadays. 
Um, I do understand the benefits of that, but I do think it could come back and bite us in the ass, unfortunately. Um, that is the end of this uh, short episode, a little bit under 20 minutes. Again, like I said, I just find this interesting because of how I look at magic. Um, you know, it's electricity and air. And Monash University with its square and compass looking uh, logo. I uh, hope you all enjoy this one. Uh, I do want to remind people, check out the link tree in the bottom. Check out the element server we got going on. Check out the new TikTok that, uh, well, it's not that new anymore. Check out the TikTok I got if you want to catch more shit posting like I do on Instagram. And check out the uh, the Twitter. The Twitter link is in the bottom as well. And yeah, that is the end of this uh, short NY Patriot episode. Hope you all found this interesting. And like I said before, um, if you know anything else about this, add it in the bottom. Let me know your thoughts on this as well. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later.